Welcome to Victory Church Winchester, Virginia's weekly podcast. Our desire is that you will find Victory a place to call home. Please take a moment to subscribe and share. Here is this week's message from our Sunday morning worship experience. I want to introduce to you one of my favorite people. Pastor Sarah Huff is our youth pastor. She has been on staff since, yes, give it up, since 2019. Her husband, Bradford, is our tech director, and we love this couple with all of our hearts. Sarah is our youth pastor, but she pretty much has her hand in just so many areas of Victory Church, and we could not do what we do without her and Bradford, and we love her dearly, and we're excited. She's going to kick off our Summer Sunday series. Thank you, Haley. Well, good morning. Oh, I love the energy. It is a joy and an honor to share with you all this morning as we kick off our summer Sunday series. But before I do that, I have um, some bittersweet news. Um, Ryan and Sarah coming. Sarah, if you don't mind standing up, Ryan is over here on our camera. This is their last Sunday with us. They have served faithfully the last three years that they've been attending here. You've seen Sarah leading worship. She's been a part of our youth with leading worship, and we are just so, so thankful for them. I might start tearing up a little bit, but we are going to miss them dearly. So if you see them in the hall as you're leaving, make sure to just say, thank you. We'll miss you. I've never seen you before, but it was great to see you this Sunday, whatever. But we are just, we are going to miss you guys. You will be dearly missed. You've been dearly loved. And we're so thankful for this service that you've given to Victory Church. Well, guest, I love it. Last time I preached on a Sunday morning, I shared this thought from my college professor, and I wanted to share it with you all again. Today is the very first day of the rest of your life. Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. How will you use that gift? Today is a new day. This morning is a fresh start. God is calling you to something greater than ever before. It is no accident that you are here listening to this today. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 11. You can follow along in our Victory Church app or on the screens behind me. But Matthew chapter 11, starting with verse 28. And there are two translations that I will be reading from this morning. I will be reading from the HCSB version first. It says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, And I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The message version of this passage states it this way Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Let's pray. God, may my words be your words. Open our hearts and minds to hear what you would have us to change in our lives. 
Amen. All right. Well, the last time I preached was January 1st, and a lot has changed in my life. I was great with child at that point. Um, For those of you who don't know, I have a three-month, almost four-month-old daughter, Eleanor Lucy. Yes, you can clap for her. She is hopefully sleeping. Lord, hopefully she is sleeping. And she has completely changed my world. I could not fathom how much I would love her until she was here. But y'all, I'm also struggling to find rest. I, I really am. She's three months old. She doesn't sleep through the night. You know, Bradford and I are very fortunate that our families live close by. We are very, very thankful for that. And they have been a huge blessing to us during this season of little sleep and long, dra- long days of trying to figure out life right now. We've also had so many in the church offer support, and it just means so much to us. But even with our support, we're tired. We're tired. You can look at Bradford. He sometimes is going through three cups of coffee a day. We're, we're tired. We're tired. And I'm sure you guys have been there, that feeling of exhaustion and just wanting rest, whether it's being a caregiver or school or a job or a relationship that just drags you down. You are desperate for rest. So this verse, this passage of scripture just kept coming to mind, especially this, math, this last month. The idea of coming to Jesus for rest. I wanted rest. I still want rest. But as I was preparing for this message and digging a little into this idea of rest and what Jesus is promising in this passage, I realized that my definition of rest is very different than God's definition. My message today is titled, It is Well with My Soul. It was no accident that we sang that old hymn, my favorite hymn, the best hymn of all time. You can argue with me later. And here's the main thought, this main thought of today's message. When we find rest in God, instead of looking to the world and our own strength for rest, we are able to say, it is well with my soul. So let's dive a little bit more into this passage. Jesus is speaking this to a people group, the Jews, who have lived under the heavy burdens of the Mosaic law. And you can read Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy to get an idea of what the law looked like. They also had these people, the wonderful Pharisees, and their lives, giving them all these other extra, made-up, so-called religious rules they had to follow. It was a lot on them. It was a burden. And then you also have the sinners in this group, the broken people who are just weary from having to carry the burden of their sin. They are tired, and Jesus knows that. He tells them to come to him, and he will give them rest. So verse 28 sounds really good, really, really good. Jesus will give us rest when we come to him. But then we keep reading, and Jesus says, All of you, take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. It seems like Jesus wants us to add more to our lives, even if it is a light burden. It's still a burden. And for those of you who don't know what a yoke is, it is a wooden bar that allowed two or more animals to be teamed up so they might effectively work together got a nice picture of it. 
And in the Bible, you can often find the yoke used to refer to slavery or to work for good reason. A yoke can be heavy. But in this passage, Jesus paints a different picture. One that is not a heavy yoke, but an easy one. He tells us to take his yoke, which is not a heavy, but will allow for us to rest. Rest while also carrying a burden. So already me and Jesus have a different definition of rest. And that's a problem. When we are not aligned with God's way of viewing things, it'll lead to frustration and disappointment. My version of rest would be self-care me time. You know, enjoying a nice meal, watching a good movie, getting my nails done, taking a nap, a good vacation. Y'all, I have looked up so many vacation places, these dream vacations since Eleanor's been here, just like wanting rest because this is my definition of rest. In this, however, I'm looking at the world to give me rest rather than God. So the world's idea of rest will leave us where we are with only a temporary fix. God's idea of rest will bring healing and restoration. It'll bring true rest. Now, this is not me saying you can't enjoy a good meal or a movie or a nice long nap or getting your nails done. Those are fun. They give us temporary rest. But they're not how we can find true rest, rest in our souls. And that is what I want to focus on today, true rest. And in order to find that, we must go to God. I can tell you the days that I have spent enough time with God to be rested and the days I haven't. The days I haven't are filled with a sense of exhaustion in my physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. I have to apologize a lot more on those days even though I don't want to because I get snappy and kind of mean and say things I shouldn't, and I struggle in my own strength. I'm trying to do it all on my own. The stories I could tell you, and some of you could probably tell other people, they required a lot of me asking for forgiveness from others and God. It feels like those days, I don't have time to go to Jesus. I got this, 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 and this to do. I don't have time for Jesus. But those are the days I need to find rest in God even more. But we need to keep digging. We need to keep digging into this passage. All of you take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We come for rest, but we leave with a burden. What is the burden? This yoke of Jesus It's simply practicing the way of Jesus. Just like the message version said, walk with him, work with him, watch how Jesus does it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. The easy burden is us committing ourselves to Jesus and obeying him. This burden is so much lighter than the burdens we carry. The heavy yoke that weighs us down the heaviness from our sin and our brokenness. We're broken people. We are. And then the burden that others put on us, their brokenness that they put on us. Here's a problem, though. We often carry our burdens around like badges 
to show how busy and stressed and overwhelmed we are and why life is not okay in this moment. You ever been a part of those conversations where you guys are talking about how stressed you are and how much you got so much on your plate and you try one-upping each other? Well, you don't, you don't have to deal with a three-month-old who doesn't sleep through the night. You go into work, like, 12-hour shifts, that's nothing compared to that. I've been guilty of those. I have. It's a status symbol in our culture, and that's not right. Or, or we bury the burden, that sin deep down in us, trying to forget it's there. Either way, we are still carrying burdens around that we don't need to. All we have to do is come to Jesus. We must stop relying on our own strength and the world to take care of it all and for a, a way for us to find rest. You know, this passage of scripture brought back some memories of Pastor Dave. You know, us pastors, we need Jesus. We need Jesus just as much as you guys. Sometimes we need Jesus a little more. And I remember days of walking past the sanctuary and noticing the lights on. And then I would hear something. I would hear this beautiful music coming from the piano. It was Pastor Dave playing. It was a way for Pastor Dave to have those come to Jesus moments. I couldn't tell you how many times I heard Pastor Dave playing, you know, just taking those few sweet moments he could to come back and rest in God. We have to come to Jesus more than once in our lives. We have to daily come to Jesus we have to come to Jesus hourly, sometimes minute by minute. As followers of Jesus, we are called to be more like Jesus, to practice the way of Jesus. And it is a process. We do not get it instantly. And some days, practicing the way of Jesus is easier than others. But the beautiful, beautiful thing about this passage is not just a one-time call. It is for any time we need rest. Anytime we need more of Jesus. Anytime we are caring more than we should. We can come to Jesus anytime we need rest. And we should be coming to him before we reach the breaking point. This passage, this beautiful passage is an invitation from Jesus. He does not force anyone. He simply gives the invitation it is up to us what we do with that invitation. We all need the rest that Jesus promises us, but maybe for different reasons. We may be carrying burdens we shouldn't. We may be burned out and tired of religion and what seems like a list of endless rules. We may be just done and dissatisfied with life. But come to him. God will show us how to take a real rest. Practicing the way of Jesus, this burden, is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's not a trend, but it's a commitment. It's not flighty, but a daily decision. Each and every morning we wake. This is practicing the way of Jesus. This is the free and light life he promises us. It takes work, but work is holy. There was work in the Garden of Eden when the world was perfect. That says something about work. We don't ever have a permanent rest from work. 
We have to take care of our kids or parents. We have to go to school or to act- our actual jobs. It even takes work for that self-care me time, preparing the dinner, planning the vacation. But we can find rest in work. We have to be okay with God's rest, not meaning the end of all work, but that resting in God means our work will have purpose and meaning. In one of the reference books I read in preparation for this message, it said this, a relationship with God changes meaningless, wearisome toil into spiritual productivity and purpose. True rest is finding joy and contentment in the daily mundane of life, knowing that we are relying on God's strength, not our own strength, to get through each and every moment. Now, this message is as much for me as it is for you. Um, This message started in a place of brokenness for me. I felt like I was drowning, trying to rely on my own strength, trying to do it all. I was forgetting the rest and peace I can find in God. I was putting up walls and living in fear rather than freedom. I was exhausted in every aspect of my being, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual. And when one of those areas is struggling, they all tend to struggle. But when we struggle spiritually, it really hurts and breaks us everywhere. My relationship with God has changed so much since having a baby, and I was not expecting that. You know, everyone's like, oh, your life's going to change. And I was like, not me. My life's not going to change. Yeah, delusional. (laughs) But I wasn't expecting my relationship with God to change. I was expecting to still have my pretty quiet time with God. When now it looks like moments here and there, and at night when Eleanor has gone to bed, and because of the unmet expectations I had, I wasn't resting in God as much as I needed to be. I reached a breaking point. I remember sitting in my chair, just hugging my Bible. I even brought it to my nose just to smell it. And I said, God, forgive me. God, I need you. God, where are you? I was crying, trying to explain to Bradford all that was going on inside me with this feeling of loss because of these expectations. He's sitting there just trying to be like, okay, okay, no idea what's happening. Should I call someone? (laughs) And then I felt God in that moment pointing me here to this passage. He was speaking to my soul. Come to me, Sarah. You who are so weary and worn out and trying to do this all in your strength, I will give you rest. Turn to my word in this moment. Read what I have to tell you. Listen. Surrender it all. The fear, the burdens, and take my burden. Walk with me. Practice my way. And while I am still physically tired and have some days where I'm not doing well, I can say, standing here, that it is well with my soul. And I want that for you. I want you to go to God and get your rest from him before you reach a breaking point, 
I want you to be able to say, it is well with my soul. Just stop. Stop trying to do it all in your strength. Stop trying to only find rest in what the world offers. You know, in this season for me, coming to Jesus, it looks a little different than it did before. It looks like late evening quiet time. It looks like listening to God's word in the car, turning it up as she's crying in the back. It looks like moments of reading scripture on my phone while I'm holding my baby as she naps. It looks like listening to worship music here and there. It looks different, but that's okay because this is a season, but it is a season where I'm still going to choose to come to God for rest because nothing else will help me get through it. I don't know what it looks like for you to find rest in God, but I will tell you it starts today. It starts now. It was no accident, the worship that was picked before this message. Worship and music, it helps set our mood. It helps set the atmosphere. And I'm going to invite the worship team up on stage. Earlier, we sang about how grace rewrote our story. So we're going to testify. We were saying that God is up to something and all of our hope is in the name of Jesus. We sang how God is good and has been faithful even in the darkest of nights. And we sang, it is well with my soul. May we be able to mean it, that it is well with my soul. Today is a day for a mini reset. Today is a new day. And if you look at the calendar, today is pretty much the middle of the year. July 2nd is the 182nd day of the year. There are only 183 days left. It is the perfect, perfect time for a reset and to find rest in God. Don't worry, God will show up in the ordinary, in the moments of driving to work, at the playground with your kids, in your classroom, mowing the lawn, folding close, God will show up. This passage is an invitation from Jesus. It's an invitation waiting for a response, an invitation to find rest, and an invitation to discipleship, an invitation to become even more like Jesus. Come to him. It is a time to confess when we have relied on our strength and the world to find rest rather than God's strength, rather than going to him for rest. Lord, may we be people who are quick to confess and repent when we mess up. You know, we talk a lot about the altar. And this altar, it's not magical, but by coming forward, it's a symbol of us releasing our burdens to God, of surrendering and allowing God and his strength to carry us through. It is us saying, we are coming to God for rest, but God will not force it. This is an invitation. My daughter, she needs sleep like we all do, 
but she will get to a place where she is so tired, she's fighting it. She's screaming, she's struggling. She's doing everything she can to fight the sleep. She's reached the breaking point and she's not handling it well at all. Are we there too? Are we breaking because we are fighting God and fighting his invitation of rest? We must come to him to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. We must come to him to experience true rest. I'd like to invite the prayer team up. At this time, we're going to sing, Oh, come to the altar. This is a time to confess when we've tried to do it all on our strength. It is a time to come to Jesus. May we continue to come to Jesus when we are weary and even when we aren't. May we no longer rely on our own strength. Make time for God. Spend time with him so that you can experience rest. Give him your burdens. Don't leave today with good intentions, but no follow through. Continue spending time with God. Make time every day for him. Practice the way of Jesus. May we be able to say, it is well with my soul. Let's pray. Father, you are so good and so holy. Thank you. Thank you for this invitation to find rest in you. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross so we might live life fully and have eternity with you. Help us to remember to come to you and rely on your strength and forgive us when we try to do it all on our own. Thank you for the true rest we can experience in you. Amen. Amen. The altars are going to stay open for a little longer, but I am going to dismiss you at this time. Don't rush it, though. It's still earlier than normal. There's still time to soak in the presence of God. But I want to leave you with this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Come to him and he will give you true rest. May you continue to be able to praise God and say, it is well with my soul. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Our vision is that you would experience Victory Church as a place to call home. We do this by encountering God through worship, embracing community through relationship, and expanding the kingdom of God through service. Find out more about Victory at victorywinchester.com.